we've done this so many times. Just get it together. All right. Just you you know how to do this. What what do you start with? Where are they? Where are they? Okay. Where are you? Where are you? It's the Evie Go Hour Podcast with Coach Quinn Manami. I'm your host tonight. I'm going to cut through all the jive today. Um, I'm going to get straight to the point. Sorry that we had to take another unscheduled week off. I had a family emergency that I sadly had to deal with. Um, But we're back and better than ever. And if if you're sad, if you're upset, if you're angry, this is the perfect episode for you. Because today, that's the topic. The topic is anger. Um, learned a lot about how I process information in this episode and how my anger shows itself because we talk about all the different forms that anger takes a lot of people think anger is just screaming and yelling and, and, and stomping your feet and throwing a fit but anger is a lot more nuanced than that it takes different forms and, and it still damages you in certain ways but there's also ways to utilize your anger. And that's what we talk about for the most part. Most of it is it's kind of the pros of anger because anger gets enough of a bad rep in the streets. So we did a deep dive into the emotion of anger and we talk about how to truly claim your anger. That's that's one of the biggest things I got from this podcast. Tracing your emotions and claiming your anger. So let's get let's let's get straight to it then. Huh? No more fluff. But as always, Beats by Makile. I say this every week. His uh, link to his beat page is going to be in the description, along with other links that we would love if you clicked. We would also love if you gave us a five star rating on Apple and any other uh, thing that you listen on Spotify. I I don't know. See, I was sounding too much like a host. I knew I was going to fuck it up. Let's get to it. It's the Evie Hour Podcast with Coach Kota Manawi. I'm your host, Knight, and I think there's nothing left to do but uh, begin the program. Reporting live. Reporting live to your eardrums. Oh, to you already know. That auditorial 
cortex. You ready for this know, one? I don't know that. What did you just say? I don't know the, that name of the brain. Did you I mean, just that, say that part of the brain. Auditorial cortex? I don't. Bro, you're, we're losing credibility as we speak right the now. The parts of the brain, it's like the hardest part in like psychology 101. It is like all the different parts of the brain. All I know is cerebellum, medulla. Just, just stop. Stop. Because you're going to cause people to turn this shit off and make them think that we don't know what we're talking about. We're going to get mad about that. And, and they're going to be like, damn, bro. That means I can no longer listen to the. Nah, I don't like that. I'm, I'm gonna do it over. It's the, <laughs> it's the new place. It's throwing me off. People, you go out with podcast with Coach Coleman. Now we, I'm your host, Knight. It wasn't even. You wasn't even ready. Wasn't you? Uh, you disoriented. This yeah, is a new. This is a new kind of thing for you. Yeah, I haven't sat down on the floor to record a podcast. We're on the floor recording this, which I actually like. I like the vibe, to be honest. You know, it is nice. That might actually be how we should do it. We should do it. This feels like we're like in a little meditation yeah, seat. Yeah, okay. we're like like a little like a, like a, like a campfire going yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> a campfire. That's what it seems like. Yeah, the battery on your computer is a campfire. <laughs> well, tell them where we at. Uh, we're actually at the new place. We're yeah, in Brooklyn now. We're spot. back to Brooklyn. You don't hear anybody being abused outside. It's so quiet. Yeah, no sirens, no uh, church bells every hour. Although I do miss the church bells. Yeah, it's like an indicator of what time it is. Yeah, it right. always kept, like now the days just fly by. Before I like knew every hour of the day because mm-hmm. there's always a bell. I love it, man. I, I'm loving what you're doing with the place so far. It's very already pretty homey. Yeah, it's getting, man. Once the couch comes tomorrow, and then we get the telly. Once the vibes come. Once the vibes come, bro. I'm excited. I gotta get in a particular mode for today. Well, first of all, how are you doing? Um, doing all right. It's been, you know, moving in. It's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, but. You know, overall, I think underneath all the surface level shit, I'm good. Yeah. I'm solid. I'm sound. How are you? I'm good. You're I'm good. good. I'm ripping. I'm running. You like you moved <laughs> your face away from the mic when you said you're good. I'm, I'm right. good. I'm good. Uh, I'm good at just looking at another thing I have to do. Uh, is there, is it, uh, can I sit down for yeah, a second? Yeah. Right, yeah. I need you to sit down for a second and we need to talk I'm to. I'm plugged in. Talk I'm, to I'm our here. people, man. You got to talk I'm, to our people. Uh, I'm, I'm good. Like. I, like I said, I am ripping and running. The end of the year is it, it calls for a lot of different things, and I have like a funeral, a COVID funeral that I'm attending soon, oh, which kind of sucks. Yeah, that is. Uh, um, do you the, want to talk the, about that? The funeral I aspect. I, I mean, it's a funeral. I mean, if if funerals weren't fun enough, now we're adding uh, COVID to it. So oh oh shit, it's sure yeah. to be a good time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I heard funerals right now are like really, really like angsty yeah yeah i mean i i don't know what's gonna happen but you know that's all good i'm super excited about this next year i'm super excited about the year ending these last five episodes we about to crank out are about to be yeah. non-stop hitters and yes. since and since we already on the topic we might as well get to it okay. let's get to the topic for today yes uh, yeah yes yes now please. this was a, I, i'm excited about this one but i have to be in a particular kind of mind state Why? to challenge it why am I excited to, about to it? To challenge it? Well, I well, yeah. I mean, this came the idea for this being a topic came from um, maybe kind of like a fundamental disagreement that we had about it. And I'll just mm-hmm. go ahead and, and throw out what the topic for today is. The topic for today is anger, anger. the emotion of anger. Now, I, I would like to dive into some different emotions in the next season, maybe pinpoint and, and talk further on specific emotions. Yeah. Um, I kind of didn't want to do an episode about this because I felt like 
it was too broad. Like, how would we make an entire episode about anger? Mm-hmm. And then I kind of got into it, and I was like, oh, yeah, each, there's each, a lot of layers to this. All the emotions have some very deep layers. They're all interesting, and they. I think all of our emotions do deserve respect, and I got to give credit to Ari for that one because she has... Help me respect emotions over time. Yeah. I used I, to be all Mr. Stoic and like, oh, I can, you know, mm. they're just, they're just, they're going to come and go. But like, you know. Nerd. Yeah. So now you spend time sitting in them? Like, really? Um, I try not to sit in them. Like, I mean, I do, I, I do like hold them a little bit longer. I don't sit in them. Mm. Um, but I, I take them as messengers, like Stacy likes to say. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Stacy Parker. She always, she drills it in yeah, us. Yeah. Emotions that, uh, are messengers. Emotions are messengers. So. And there was no bigger indication of that than when I was doing research for this podcast because I always thought, I think. I think the fundamental disagreement that we had a while ago, which we probably have different takes on it now. I know I have a different take on it, mm-hmm. but I was saying that there's no good that comes from anger. Mm-hmm. I was really heavy on that. I was like, I, I just couldn't see it. I couldn't see how being angry could lead to anything positive. Right, right. Uh, it just seemed like an inherent negative emotion. It seemed like an emotion that was bred out of out of all other negative emotions like fear and I couldn't see it, you know? Yeah. And what, what, do you remember what my, my reaction was? Well, you, well, you were on the other side of it. You were like, no, there's definitely justified anger. There's anger that like, there's times where you actually need to be angry for things to get done. Yeah. And I always, I, I, I agreed with that, but then I, I was just like, what's the end result though? Like yeah. if it's fueled by anger, what's the ending? Yeah. And I think, and I do agree with that part is that like, you know, what's fueling us and our motivations we it i mean when you get to the certain level where you're really like you know looking at yourself it's like do you really want to be fueled by anger you want to walk around like mad and using this this rage to you know operate probably not but yeah, I, I think I do still stand by the point that we do need anger yeah and we'll and we'll get into it because as I was doing the research I, I kind of I definitely saw what you meant by that but mm-hmm. first I want to start off with just um, just the overall concept of it, because nobody likes an angry person, right? Like we can agree on that. That's not there's, something. There's that... some people who find angry people entertaining, but entertaining. But like, do you want to spend time around them? No, right? Probably not too long, unless you're like one of those adrenaline junkies. And I realized, right? I was thinking about this too. Like, I don't really get angry that often. It takes a lot to like make me angry. I want to talk about like when was like the angriest you've ever gotten. But but before we get to that. Um, I think the reason why I don't get as angry as sometimes maybe I should is because of my my need for control. I was mm. thinking about this. Like, mm. I, I think partially why I was so hard on anger was because it it reminds me or it feels like it feels like a time where you aren't in control. Like yeah. when the angrier you get, you're telling me you have control over this. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those emotions that we know we lose a lot of control in. Yeah. It's a fire. Like, yeah, yeah. and it can burn shit down or yeah. it can like heat a village, you yeah. know, like it's, it, it's really that concept. And I, and I, and I didn't think of me not wanting to get angry as a, uh, a sense of control and me wanting to control my environment, control myself at all times. It's the same reason why I don't get super drunk. You know? Yeah. I 
I think, but that's very common in um, in men. Actually, I mean, I know men have a bad rap for being very angry, but there's also a lot of repressed uh, anger and rage mm-hmm. that um, that men hold because they weren't, you know, because their emotions weren't respected yeah. um, growing up, and whether it was like a traumatic thing or just being ignored. That you know, it doesn't matter about them being angry, mm-hmm. um, and so it's 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 not uncommon for you to. Um, have that repressed, uh, not, well, I don't want to say it's repressed rage, but for you to not want to be angry, for you to even be uncomfortable with being angry, um, that's, that's, that's common. And I also share that I don't like being angry neither. And it does feel like I'm completely out of control or I do, like you were saying before, end up doing something I regret. And I'm just I feel like, like something's taking over me. Yeah, I'm like, it feels like a fucking, like a, a force. Demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's like, okay, like I'm a different person now. I'm doing things I wouldn't normally do. Yeah. So, so I think it's, of course, you already know what I'm about to ask of you. Mm-hmm. I need that definition. Need I need definition. that sweet, sweet definition. So we got of, two definitions today because you did the Google, but I didn't feel like it did us justice. So I had to go to the APA. And I get it. So the Google definition of anger is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. But I much prefer the American Psychological Association's definition, mm-hmm. which is anger is an emotion characterized by antagonism towards someone or something you feel has deliberately done you wrong. Mm. And I feel like that definition is way more spot on. That also speaks towards the cause of anger and it, the message that it is supposed to be sending you. Mm. Yeah, like because it, it is sending you something. It's telling you something about yourself, which will get um a little deeper into uh, a little bit later but so what if you can think back just 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 think back close your eyes and think about what do you believe is one of my therapists used to have me do this she used to have me like like, close your eyes close your eyes eyes, eyes, and uh we're just gonna we're gonna go back and i'm like holy shit stick your hand out stick your hand on my kiss it oh my god no no um (laughs) no i want to ask you what when is the can you think of the time where you were possibly the angriest you've ever been uh i don't want to think about the time (laughs) just try because i need to know possibly the angriest um there's a few man like what are we thinking like take your time I need I need that type of the, angry the, where you're like where you're like crying with it like that's what I'm like you're so I angry mean, I when you one, start fucking crying one time like, I was so angry that I had a um I had an anxiety attack after it <laughs> yeah it's, and it's like I, I don't want to say this is my angriest but I know I had, I had the fact that I had an anxiety attack after it, is no it was like very intense mm. but um it was a time when I was growing up and my parents were divorced and um. We the landlord at my mom's house is saying that we couldn't have the dog anymore because he was shitting in the backyard and, oh. and it was ruining the lawn. So I was told I told my dad I was like, yeah, can he come stay here? Like, cause we used to have we used to live there at my dad where my dad was living, mm-hmm. and he used to just be in the backyard. My dog would just be in the backyard, and my dad was like, no, and it was like just straight up. He just straight up was like no, and I was like why? And he was just like no, like he was just straight mm. up just saying no, and like my dog was like my. Now, if anybody knows me, know that Chase was my life. Yeah. Like he, he, Chase held it down. Chase is the reason why I'm still here. Like my dog was, without a doubt, my emotional Can support dog. Shout at the out time. Chase right now. Yeah. Shout out to Chase. Chase man. was in like that was my fucking 
That was my bro, bro. So um, my booba, and that made you. <laughs> and I was I had never expressed so much rage, and it was towards you couldn't you didn't even know you could access that level. Well, it was the crazy thing was is that like I was so angry, and it was at my father who I was like terrified of. Like he Disney, mm. like I was mad small so at the time. So it was like he and he's six three, two hundred pounds. So I was just like so it was just so much rage towards like this dude who could like step on me. So I was just like so mad because it felt so unfair. Mm, it, felt, it felt so wrong. And it felt like he was just like, he was just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just being an yeah, asshole. Yeah, well, he was, yes. Yeah, you're, he you're was correct in that assumption. Um, yeah, it was, it was very correct. Now I had all right to be angry. Um, so I was just so mad. And um, yeah, but I had an anxiety attack after that. Wow. And, yeah. Dang, yeah. See, and I think you touched something which you which you already kind of laid out the the pathway for of this this anger and what it's being birthed out of, and and that's this injustice. So I got a quote for your ass. Wait, before you, you, you bro, want me to talk I, about I, my I angriest talk about time? Your angriest times. We're not just gonna float over that. I tried to go. Yeah, you tried to. Oh, yeah, Let's go right into this quote here. Uh, the angriest I've ever been, man. Like I said, I don't. I try not to let myself go there because I honestly don't know what's over that cliff. Yeah. Um. I've I've seen it. I've looked at it, and so I, I would say like the angriest I've ever been was definitely in my uh, relationship. Mm. I think that's oh, the only thing real that can really push me to that edge. Yeah. Be and and. And yeah, it would probably be me too. I didn't want to talk about that. You know, well, I didn't <laughs> want to either. That's why I'm trying to hurry up and I mean, buy pants. But I won't talk about a specific event, but I'll just talk about like how it made me feel. Like right. it made me feel like if the one person that's supposed to like know me inside and out in this world, um, love me regardless, if I feel I, I felt like I wasn't being heard properly. Mm-hmm. And every time I tried to correct that, it was like in in to my knowledge, there was like no attempt to hear me out. There was always like speaking over me or like and I and in my head I'm like, I'm trying to make this better, but you don't want to make this better. Yeah. This is just what I, my interpretation. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. want to make this better. And I feel like that was kind of, it, it pushed me to this, like the fuck it stage. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. let's see, let's see what's going to come out of this. Yeah. It's just, you get to that certain point where you're just like, you know what? If this is what we're going to do, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to do it. And I'm going to show you how to do it. Yeah, you want to be wrong? <laughs> I'll show you wrong. I will show you how to be wrong. Since you I'll think you. you have so much control oh, over oh, me. Oh, you mad? <laughs> I'll show you mad. <laughs> just fucking grab some kerosene, like, whoa, hold on. Like, and that's and that's what you're trying to avoid with anger. And that's what people think about with anger. Mm-hmm. And and so that's what I try to avoid. I mean, some people know how exactly how to be angry. There's some people yeah. who are really good at being mad, and I envy them. And I think feel like they're the type of people you won't even know they're mad until it's too late. Like, oh shit. Like, oh, they are mad. Oh, <laughs> got it. That's shit. what that looks like. Yeah, you're yeah, you're right, bro. You got it. <laughs> So let me, can I, now can I drop this yes, quote now on drop you? The quote. Now yeah. that I've exposed myself. Yes. All right. Mr. Madman. So, pulled a quote from my girl, Dr. Marcia Reynolds. She is a uh, leadership coach and also the author of The Discomfort Zone. Hmm. Um, she has a TED Talk on anger, uh, but she's also authored numerous books. So definitely give her a check out because I'm going to be quoting her multiple times during this podcast because mm-hmm. she got some straight bars about anger. Marcia Reynolds. 
Yes, Dr. Marcia Reynolds. So one of the quotes falls directly in line with something you said. And the quote is, anger erupts whenever you feel like something that should have happened didn't. So it's literally the injustice of it all. Yeah. And I don't and I'm trying to think of situations. Is that always the case? I, I feel like it is, right? Yeah. I think that it's and, always birthed out of injustice. Yeah, I think at some like and for my quote for the day, um, is from um Pete Doctors and he's the creator of Oh uh, wait, 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 wait. His name is Pete Doctors. I want Pete Doctor. You making some shit up here? Pete Doctor, who who's actually um, one of the creators of the movie Up and um, Inside Out, which you know goes all into the emotions. Is, um, I'm sorry. Is he is he a doctor? Um, is Pete Doctor a doctor? Uh, I'm being so immature, but I gotta know. Uh, is Pete Doctor a doctor? He is not a doctor. Um, mm. he's a, he's actually just a um. It's just an animator. Mm, false and, advertising. Uh, director. But, um, <laughs> Parents are not happy. <laughs> we had a goal, but, but continues. But he had a, um, a speech at the Westminster Town Hall, and it's about like an hour long, but I really think everybody should watch it because he's just talking about his come up, and he's talking about his emotions. He's talking about emotions, mm-hmm. and uh, he talks about the trigger for anger, and he also says the trigger for anger is injustice, and he says that anger he quotes other people and he talks about how anger gets a bad rap but anger is actually the thing that um rights every wrong in our society mm. and it's it's the reason um why we can see when things are wrong and to feel them because you know when you get angry you see something that happens on tv and you go that's wrong like yeah. that's we shouldn't be doing that or we shouldn't allow that you know all these protests that we're seeing nowadays and you know people just a lot of people are mad because a lot of people think that there's a lot of injustice. A lot of people think that things are wrong right now. Right. So when you see some shit and you're like, that makes me mad. That makes me angry. A lot of the police shootings and, and all of the things that we've seen this year, I think out of anything, anger, people are up, are angry at what they see and it does feel like a bunch of injustice and feels like like you as a child seeing your dad uh and and knowing that there's nothing that you can really do about it i feel like is a similar sense that a lot of americans feel as it as it uh, uh as it relates to the government and all of the things that we're going through yeah and it's, it's like the for for Americans, but also for black people and for women and mm-hmm. for gay people and for trans people and um, any marginalized people yeah. like we talked about in the, like an episode or two ago, um, a lot of them feel anger because it's a lot of things that are just done wrong to them. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that aren't fair. Yeah. And I, it's chronic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like chronic anger. Over time. Like Over this time, is continuous. You're just, like, you're just anger. You're just getting angrier and angrier. And Building angry. up resentment. And it's just like this a whole bunch of anger that just comes over time. And it can even be passed down through generations. Mm. And it's, it's you know, that chronic anger, that chronic feeling that things are being done wrong to you can lead to you feeling like you can't even be angry because you're just so used to things yeah. being you're just so re- used to things being wrong yeah. you're used to things not being fair it's just like oh there's no point in being angry life just isn't fair so why am i going to be angry you know I, that's that's so that's such a good point that you said that because i saw this chart that was that had like anger in the middle and then like the two spectrums it's like if you go all the way this way then you are then you hide and you 
continuously get taken advantage of. But if you go all the way the other way, then you go into full blown cynicism. Mm. And I think that's partially what you're saying. Like that anger over time, that resentment just turns into full blown cynicism. Yeah. And and then that gets passed down. So I want to continue on what you're talking about right now, because um, you're kind of talking about some of the pros of anger and I want to get a little bit deeper into the the pros of anger. So you already kind yeah, of we're prefaced for anger one. right now. Yeah, we're we're really capping hard for yeah, anger. Yeah, we'll, right we'll do it and we, then we'll talk about every, some of the everybody cons. should be mad after this. Yeah, uh, get fucking angry, all right. <laughs> Stomp your feet. Yeah. Activate I, those points. I mean if it's if you do if you're the type of person that, you know, feels like you're constantly being taken advantage of, maybe you might need to get a little angry. Mm-hmm. I, I'll um since you're already on the topic and I and I agree with you. I think the power of anger can definitely be used as a catalyst for change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and sometimes uh, anger is like the indicator that some type of action should be taken in the first place. You, you might not even know until you start to feel this anger that you're being taken advantage of. Your body, I feel like your mind and your body will kind of show you this before your your um, before you can before your conscious mind can kind of catch up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I it bubbles up. Fucking mad for yeah. some reason yeah. right now. Yeah, and, and that's something my relationship has definitely done is making me like. Okay, I'm feeling something right here. I don't know what this is, but there's there's emotion coming. I don't know what my brain is processing right now, but I feel something in me, mm-hmm. and it's not right. And I need some time to figure out what this emotion is because I don't even know what emotions are. Mm. I, don't, I don't even know what any of this shit's supposed to mean. Yeah. So like, I, for me, it's like now when I feel an emotion, whether it's like anger or or sadness, I'm like, oh wait, this is, this means something. Going like on. something's going on. And I need to figure out what's going on. I try to get some sense of control by yeah. just saying. Okay, I notice this anger right here. Mm, see, that kind of plays back on what I was saying in the beginning is me seeing anger as a sense of uh, a lack of control. But you're saying when you start to feel this this sense of anger, whatever it is, you actually find the control within that to know like, all right, something is going on. This is an indicator of something bigger. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I try to, at least. I mean, I, of course, I don't yeah. always get it right. Sometimes I just like, ah, oh, shut up. Shut up. Stop mm-hmm. being a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or Sometimes just, you got to tell yourself that. Yeah. yeah. Just be like, ah, stop being a bitch. But I think anger and, and in those, uh, some of those videos, you know, anger is such a strong force and mm-hmm. that it can serve as the catalyst for this change. It can, it can indicate that a change needs to needs to happen. Um, you mind if I drop another quote on your own? Please drop another quote. My girl, Dr. Marcia, because she she was full of golden bars in this TED talk that she had. And um, I'm gonna drop another one real quick. This this one this one's gonna really knock them pants off. Hold on. All right. Anger was the strong emotional launch that put my desire to change into motion. And this is because anger taps into the brain's circuitry for willingness. It fuels the courage to act. Wow. So it literally taps into that part of your brain that controls willingness and like motivates you to act. And that makes so much sense to me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And and we were just talking about the, the, the fucking brain earlier. And I think it's interesting because... Um, anger is associated with that fight or flight response, which all happens in the amygdala. Mm. But the same thing, we don't really think of of fear and anger in the same way. But um, the the fight aspect of that is really anger, mm, and there's yeah, that yeah. aggression, and it, and it all happens in the amygdala. Oh, you know, you know, big words. 
Okay, he gonna science them. It's like seven like it. seven letters, but yeah. So, so, um, yeah, it happens in the same exact place. So I that fight response. You want to yeah. fight against life, or you know whatever happened to you. That's, and that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Because I, I mean, all of the things that that anger me are normally the things that I act on first. Like mm. if I get pissed off enough, and and that really. Um, that really makes me think too, because that means if we can use anger as a fuel in that way, then it's super important to claim your anger, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have to know why you're angry. I think it's super important to go back and and try to figure out exactly why you're angry, figure out what the root of it is, Mm -hmm. but claim it. Don't pretend like it's not there because it it, it won't go away. Mm -hmm. It'll just shape shift and and we'll get into exactly what the the downsides, the cons of anger and what anger can turn into. Mm -hmm. I I do think that is, that's a, that's something that I feel like I've, I've, subconsciously put into practice was to turn my anger into uh, a fuel in order to get something done. Now, you know, of course, too much of anything is is wrong and you can become a workaholic Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's not that great of a thing neither. Um, But if you do feel a lack of motivation or you constantly feel fearful or, you know, if you just can't get up off your ass, then uh well, you may need to get a little angry at yourself yeah. like what what the fuck like yeah. well, why the fuck do i keep doing yeah. this and, and you know kind of rebel against that part of yourself that just wants to be fearful and i feel like that kind of goes against what they tell you to do though they say be kind to yourself and i and i like i do agree with that too so but i think too line? much i think yeah i think some people may be too kind to themselves or they give themselves too much of a break and mm. it does sound counterintuitive and that's not always the case and if this is for you, then it's for you. If mm-hmm. it's not, don't this is keep... purely situational. Yeah, it depends very, on the person. It does depend on the person, so it's not like a all-encompassing thing. But um, some people take, you know, some people don't take themselves serious enough, and they don't like really like. All right, I need to really get this done. Or right. I really need to create some change in my life. And um, anger might be that way. You might need mm-hmm. to get a little mad because you keep being easy on yourself, um, or you keep letting yourself slide. It was just like, nah, mm-hmm. you need to. You, you need to take that action. Mm-hmm. And if you are sick and tired of yourself, you have every right to be yeah. sick and tired of Act yourself. Act like it. Like, Act like it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, so this might be people who are like maybe naturally a little bit passive. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't talk to, they maybe don't talk about their emotions as much or they kind of downplay them. You might need to get a little angry. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be mad. And once you experience the anger, you, you got to let it pass because it's going to build up mm-hmm. and anger is not going to stay around forever now sometimes anger feels like forever mm. just like any other emotion it feels like forever when you're in it yeah but sometimes you gotta experience the emotion to let it pass to be able to get over it mm. and to understand it more and to for it to be able to be used even in an even better way later on in life 100 percent. and like like you said it will not it won't go away like you said it, it it'll just shape shift it'll it'll turn to something else it'll hide itself it'll manifest itself in a different way so let's talk about some of the ways that it kind of manifests itself let's talk about some of the cons of anger which we there's some that we already know yeah we talked um, about cynicism we talked about cynicism just flat out violence of course people who are super angry they are most of the time prone to violence and aggression 
aggression, mm-hmm. which is, is, is never good. Uh, yeah, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think any good things come from those. Yeah, I don't think you ever need to be violent unless, yeah. you know, self-defense. You ever tried beating his ass? Like, oh, I don't know if every situation calls for that. Yeah, very few situations call for an ass whooping. <laughs> I'm not saying that there's not. There are if some. somebody punches you in the face, Something mom happens. always said if, they, if you hit you, you better hit their hit ass back. back. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, there's not too many situations no. where somebody's going to hit you first. We're, we're, we're adults. We can handle it a little bit different. But let's, let's talk about some of the more covert forms that anger takes mm-hmm. when you start cool. to suppress it. Uh, so the first one I want to talk about is displacement. Displacement? Yeah. Hmm, that sounds you interesting. You know anything about displacement? Um, I've heard of it, but I would rather you say the definition. Let um, me learn you real quick. Let me learn you up. So uh, displacement is simply the transfer of negative emotion from one person or thing to an unrelated person or thing. Mm-hmm. I get it. And we see this happen a lot. It's a coping I mean, mechanism. Definitely. It's a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. It's you, you feel that's, that. That's what I meant. You want to pass it down. No, I think it's, it's, it's the same. Like, oh, yeah, yeah you, you're passing that down. You feel it. You don't accept it. So you just put it on another person. Mm-hmm. And displacement, it, I feel like a lot of people fall victim to this. I mm-hmm. sometimes even fall victim to it. I'm a little bit more mindful these days. So I, I do try to recognize if I'm feeling a certain way. About gonna, something else. About something else I'm not going to put this on you Now if this is about you I'm going to tell you If it's about you yeah. But um, this displacement is dangerous Because it, it's we can see it Ripple throughout society Because when displacement Is done by someone in power Then it's just flat out oppression Yeah oh <laughs> You know what God. I mean oh If you God. if you yes. are If you were And I, I've been getting really into this podcast About dictators Mm-hmm just binging it because I just wanted to know the mentality and a lot of dictator. Well, of course, at the end of the uh, fifth season, we're going to officially take over the world and, you know, make everybody our mind slaves, all that stuff. But we'll talk about that at a later (laughs) date. (laughs) But um, these dictators, you know, a lot of times they, they, as kids, they were isolated. They were, you know, terrible things happened to them. And it's not like those things went away. They, they felt powerless. They felt like you as, as a little boy mm-hmm. and, and those things, they just harbored the resentment. It just got mm-hmm. worse and worse. And then when they got in the position of power, it's like, I'm going to inflict that on you. I am going to control I'm everything. I'm going to control it, right? I'm in control now. I'm in control of my life. I'm in control of my reality. And, and I'm, I'm in, in control, control of your yours. reality. Is <laughs> that destructive entitlement? Yes. It's that it's displacement. It's that anger just taking a different form. And, and not even just dictators uh, like use displacement as their coping mechanism. I mean, we do that. When we have a shitty day at work and we come home and all of a sudden it's a fucking annoying mm-hmm. that you put your toast in the toaster that way. I mean, mm-hmm. or I mean that's not a real example right. for me, but for um, some people, for that some is people, yeah, one. you may you may experience that from your from your parents. Yeah, you they, brought it up. You just yeah. brought up a situation where yeah. your parent might be doing that, might be displacing his anger for somebody else mm-hmm. and putting it on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we experience that too, and I'm sure there's people who are listening that are guilty of that, and we all do it. But yeah. we, you know, reckon. Acknowledging your anger allows you to prevent that from happening Mm. because you're not just coping. You're actually dealing with Mm. it. Coping as opposed to dealing. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Is that a... 
Is that a big bagel? That's a big bagel. There's big bagels on there. Big bagels on there. Okay. Drop the big bagels on there. I like that. Nah, definitely. I, yeah, I feel like coping is more passive and dealing is you're dealing with that shit head on. Mm-hmm. So um, more cons. Let's, let's let's talk about them, huh? Mm-hmm. It's really like as we talked about. It's really important to trace the root of your emotions so that you're not doing this displacement. Mm-hmm. But other. Defense mechanisms that we're going to talk about uh, I want to talk about two things Right mm-hmm. I want to talk about Suppression versus repression mm. I, want to, I want to talk about the difference Between the two because it might not be Commonly uh, It might not be commonly um, Known what the difference between the two are yeah, No I don't know Yeah we're here to educate I was educating myself on this because I didn't know the difference of it So suppression is Forcing unwanted information Out of your awareness by consciously Choosing not to indulge in those Actions or emotions even If you're aware of them so it's a Conscious decision to to Press it out of your to push it out Of your or your conscious mind Mm -hmm. As opposed to repression which Is the unconscious version of that Oh so suppression Is your conscious of you putting it Away and repression is the Subconscious. Yeah, your your subconscious is doing it for you. Mm-hmm. you. You're not consciously doing it. Your brain is trying to protect you, and that's the whole concept of repressed memories, which I feel like I have a lot of. My in my early youth, my brain spent a lot of time protecting uh, me from reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna dump this. <laughs> like you don't need to remember uh, any of this. That shit. SpongeBob episode when they're burning everything. Right? <laughs> exactly. He said, "Dump everything." Everything? <laughs> Dump all of that shit, bro. Yeah, I'm uh and, and you know, repression, you don't you don't they're both defense mechanisms, so you want to avoid both of those, but there's something weird about consciously pressing something down. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something specific about that. I mean, I think it's I think it's the same cause of you wanting to get rid of these emotions and not feel them, but I think people tend to um, practice suppression um, because they don't know how to deal with them. They yeah. don't have the tools um, to deal with these emotions or to deal with the situation that's in front of them. Yeah. So if you don't have the tools, then what do you do but push it out of your mind? Like life has to go on, right? Yeah. Or for, for some people. Yeah. For I mean, for a lot of people, it's like if you don't know the tools to deal with your anger, if all of your life you're being told that anger is bad, or maybe you're being told the opposite, maybe or maybe you're seeing the opposite. Maybe you're seeing the person that is your role model be angry all of the time and you don't want to be like them. So you just choose to push it down. But like you said, it doesn't go anywhere. It just turns into something else. It just turns into overall resentment. And it just feels like the world has something against you. Yeah. And I feel like people who tend to suppress their emotions, I feel like they bubble up a lot quicker than the repressed ones. I don't, I'm not going to say I don't know 100%. Yeah. I mean, I, it's hard to say. I feel like repression, it digs it a little bit deeper than, than <laughs> suppression because, like, you don't even know you don't even know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know a lot of people who don't practice this suppression and regret and repression. Like I know most of the people I know, they have these coping mechanisms to deal with stuff in it. And a lot of times it just deals with pushing it down. But yeah, I mean, like I was saying earlier, like, you know, being a part of a, a marginalized group, 
Um, it's very easy to to find people who also have like these repressed emotions mm-hmm. and things because you know not only, and it's not only a societal thing but it's a generational thing and what they've experienced has caused them to have a lot of repressed and suppressed emotions. Now, do you think generations before us, because you bring up a really good point, suppressed and repressed their emotions a lot more than we do? Oh, without a doubt, I think so. Without too. a doubt, yeah, yeah. I think this generation and and the one after are. Probably the most vulnerable and open of the generations that we have. I mean, I think we're we're the we're the smartest of all generations when we're thinking about like you know when they were our age and so on and so forth mm. because we have access to more information. It's just right. it's that simple. Um, I mean, do we use that information as well? I don't know. Right. So that's so it does beg the question like, what do you mean by smart? Like, are we the smartest? But do we have the most access to information? Yeah, yeah. we have the most. Ac- so I would just I would assume that we're smarter. And I, but I do think that is very clear. And I've heard from people in older generations that we are a lot more emotionally conscious uh, mm. than they were and we're a lot more accepting of them we're not we're, we're a lot more aware of them so I would say that we we don't suppress or repress as, as much as them yeah and, and also, and like, society is kind of changing, too. That's like, what I was going to say, too. Yeah, for men, it's becoming more acceptable for us to experience a wider range of emotions. Before, we really just had, like, anger, not fear as much, and then maybe a sprinkle of sadness. But, yeah. like, now men, can, now men are allowed to experience a lot more. We're allowed to do this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the 80s, we would have been beaten for this. <laughs> like, what y'all talking about? Emotions? I'm like, y'all some bitches, man. Y'all, y'all need to get to work. <laughs> I mean, there's some. I mean, there's still a lot of people like that, but you know, it's becoming more and more acceptable. Niggas growing their hair out and all this shit. Yeah, painting yeah. their nails. You know, it's and it's a good time. Like, yeah, be yourself. Like, in and and claim claim all of your emotions, not just anger. Claim all them shits. Yeah. You know, let them and. and so I do want to end on something because I, I, as we were talking, I was kind of understanding why I had this stigma against anger and why I'd never saw it as like a good thing. And why is that? And I think it's because, oh, well, I'll tell you, co-host Cody Manawi, thank you for the transition. It's because uh, I always related it to communication and, and I actually don't think anger when it is tied into communication ever ends well. Hmm. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I definitely think that anger can help communicate seriousness in, in a situation. Like it can, it can it show you, it can show somebody that you're dealing with, that you're, that you're like mean what you say. Mm-hmm. But past that, like, I don't know what place anger has in communication. Well, I, I think that, you make a good point that it does show seriousness and anger doesn't always have to equal aggression. Um, but it can show seriousness. Like you said, it can show, um, injustice, like we've been saying throughout this. And I think it can be used. Um, I think everything, I think we kind of mapped it out in this episode that, um, it shows injustice. It shows the seriousness because, you know, for you to feel like something is wrong or an injustice and for you to be angry about it means that it means something to right. you. Um, and and I, I think is, you also said something really important earlier that I don't even think we talked about that leads to like, as you're talking about anger, showing you different parts of yourself and like making things more clear when you start to pay attention to it. Anger 
can also help you define your boundaries and the things mm. that you'll accept from other people and yourself. Yeah, and, for which sure. we talked about earlier. Yeah, we, like, and we talked about that on the boundaries episode mm-hmm. um, where we yeah it, it does it does give you a grounds of which like you were willing to accept the way things are, and I think people like like you talked about in that spectrum is that you may hide back and allow people to not treat you right, mm-hmm. but you're really angry on the inside. But you know, allowing that anger to be expressed can allow you to have a space where you feel comfortable. And I think we're all, a lot of us are very used to being in spaces where we're not comfortable and allowing yourself to be angry at times can um, be Mm. that guideline for you. Um, I think it's important for us to have the proper tools on being angry though. And, you know, first one is that being angry doesn't, you know, for me, Mm -hmm. I think being angry doesn't mean you have to be aggressive and, however that looks you know mm. you can talk aggressively you can um act aggressively you can be violent um i need to i i can you know who am i to talk because mm-hmm. i do talk violently when i'm when i'm angry at times <laughs> i'm not gonna act like i'm the same you've you've chilled out a lot dude you used to be super like on edge i don't know not on edge but like you were Waiting for somebody to try your ass. If somebody seemed like they was trying, you're looking at you a little weird. You're like, what? Like, like what? Like, not even angry, but just like. No, I was angry. Com- you, <laughs> no, were, I was angry. you were definitely like combative. Yeah, like, no, I was, I was very confrontational, yeah. and because I, I was angry, I was angry at a lot of people. I mm. was, I mean, I was angry at myself too. But um, mm. I do, I do think it's important to know that we don't have to be aggressive when we're angry. Yeah. Um and. Outside of that, outside of not being angry, um, that energy needs to be channeled somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and fire, yeah. because if you don't do anything with that fire, it's just going to burn, burn like a lot harder. And the smoke is just going to be more and more clear yeah. and, and how you handle everybody and how you handle things in your life. Um, we end up seeing people displacing things mm. and, and, and allowing that fire to spread somewhere else. And so doing something with that anger is very important and doing something productive, doing something that is therapeutic, doing something that um, allows you to release that anger and feel like something is something is right. hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think that's a beautiful thing to end on. I love that metaphor using that fire that that fire can either you can use it as a fuel or. Or if you don't acknowledge it, the shit's going to be burning, but all you're going to see is smoke, clouding your vision. You're not going to be able to see anything. But if yeah. you take that fire and use it, it can light your path and let you know exactly how you're feeling and let you know what you're willing to put up with and what you are not willing to put up with. And I think it also, and, and if that, that anger becomes chronic, um, it can give you a sense of purpose. Anger? I think, Hold on. <laughs> I think anger can give you a sense of purpose. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this. Yeah, this might not be right. This is the last. This is the last thing you want to say. This we'll is the ahead. last thing I want to say because okay. I think there, there's some things that I'm like deeply angry mm-hmm. about. Like I, I cap for like I go hard for black people mm-hmm. because I think we have gotten the short end of the stick for a long ass fucking time. Yeah. And so like I will always stand up for black people no matter what. I will always. Like do my best to uplift black people. Mm-hmm. Also, mental health. I've I've 
gone through hell by myself and yeah. did not have the resources mm. to deal with this shit besides some kid cutty hums mm-hmm. and some like <laughs> like you know what I mean and like some weed and like right. and like I am like mad about that yeah. you know I'm like damn dog like why did I have to mm. go through that I don't want okay, anybody I'm else to go you. through that yeah. and like no it's like I love to do this you know I'm not angry I don't make this podcast out of anger but like me knowing that like that is not right in this world mm-hmm. like it gives me a sense of purpose and yeah. i think anger can't like if i think chronic anger um can point you towards something that you really care about it can illuminate the way it it, it, it can't be the thing like the anger can't be the point of it mm-hmm. it has to be whatever the anger is sparking whatever it's shining a light on that's the true purpose that's yeah. the true point i think anger points towards something that you need listen man listen you done done the damn thing today. I'm gonna be honest with you. It was a nice, smooth podcast. I came with my notes. You came with the fire. You, before I get fucking angry. Okay. Oh, I like can that. you do something for me? I like that. I like that you did that. I want you to tell the people what they can do for us for this holiday season. Before I get angry. <laughs> Please follow us on so all social media platforms and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Evil Eagle Hour. Go to eagleeaglehour.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Where we, are, I promise you, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna write you. I promise you, I'm not bullshitting you. You know, we're just, we got a lot of shit we're figuring out. We're gonna oh, come shit. with the gems. And uh, if you're feeling generous, if you feel like it's worthwhile, if you feel like you really want to support us, please donate to us. The link is in the description. You can Ooh. donate anything from five dollars to fifty dollars mm. if you want to pay for our website and our distribution. Please. For the month. Help. <laughs> we would appreciate it. Help us. All right. Listen, I had a good time today. Yeah, this was a great episode. I'm feeling the opposite of anger. I'm feeling very happy. Happy to be here. Loving the new place. Yeah. And there's only one thing left to say. Peace. Yo, thank you for listening to that episode. This is Knight from the Evil Ego Hour podcast. Uh, I just wanted to take this time to thank everybody who listens to these episodes in full, like all the way up to this part. Um, Unfortunately, we do not have a sponsor this week. As you can probably tell, it's a little hard for us to retain our sponsors. We have a different one almost every week. And to be honest with you, half of the people and products that reach out to be sponsors of this podcast, I've never heard of them. I'm going to be honest. Like ron john johnson's mental self-defense like like rat piss beer i went to the store could never seen it never found rat piss beer don't think it exists but uh yeah no sponsor this week just gratitude and appreciation for every single person who tunes into this podcast next season is going to be i don't know i'm not gonna keep talking about it you'll see but anyway love y'all